Section 11 from A Minor War History. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. A Minor War History by Martin Alonzo Haynes. Letter 34. Camp Beaufort, December 22nd. 1861. Our friends over the river have got another battery in good working order. It mounts a 64-pounder rifled gun, and the other night they dropped two shells within the camp limits of the New Jersey Brigade, 40 or 50 rods from our camp. The boxes sent on by Joe Hubbard have at last arrived, and you may be sure we were glad to see them. I presume you know what was in mine as well as I do myself. The various articles of clothing filled my knapsack as full as it would hold, and I must say to you that the little knitted smoking cap or skating cap or sleeping cap, or whatever you call it, is the gayest fez in camp. There are quite a number in the company, built on the same general lines, but no two alike and mine takes first premium. I wish I could see you long enough to thank you for it. I took one of the big boxes and made a cupboard to keep my things in. I have my eating utensils on one shelf, writing materials, bundles of letters, etc., on another, papers, magazines, and books on a third. Colonel Marsden was wounded last Sunday by the accidental discharge of a pistol so Lieutenant Colonel Fisk is in command. He is a great fellow for drilling the men, and we are not having as easy a time as we did with Marston. One of the boys has just come in, bringing a fragment of a shell fired by the rebels at our battery down near the river. All the mementos I have picked up so far are a sandbag from the rebel works at Fairfax Courthouse and a few insignificant trifles. End of Letter 34 Letter 35 Camp Beaufort, December 29, 1861 I am feeling pretty ragged just now, but I see a glimmer of comfort ahead in the shape of a big lot of biscuits Damon is making for supper. We have not had any rations of soft bread since we left Bladensburg, but better days are coming. They are putting in a bakery for the 2nd Regiment, and when it is done, I expect the boys will feel like getting up a celebration. Really, though, it won't make so much difference in this tent, where we have had a very efficient private bakery in operation for some time. Even I, as a lover of toast, have developed some skill in making good buttered toast out of our hardtack. I soak and boil it a long, long time then stack the crackers up, buttering each, and it is a pretty palatable dish, if I do say it as shouldn't. End of letter 35 Letter 36 Camp Beaufort, Charles County, Maryland, January 5th, 1862 Night before last we had a regular old-fashioned hailstorm. I lay on the ground in my tent, rolled up in my blankets and overcoat. 
cozy, snug, and warm, in spite of the hail that was hammering my canvas roof. And pity the poor people who didn't have a fireplace, a snug nest, and a roof. But last night the boot was on the other leg. I was on guard, and it was miserably cold, with ice a quarter of an inch thick over everything. When I came off long in the night, I headed for my tent and comfort for a while. I just got comfortably settled when someone stuck his head in and hollered, Your chimney's on fire. I rolled out, broke through the ice in the water hole, mixed some mud, and plastered it into the crevices. In about an hour, another good angel sang the same song, and I went through the same performance. Another hour and the third alarm came. I was now thoroughly mad and utterly demoralized, and I howled back. Well, let her burn if she wants to. It smoldered until morning. When we doctored it, so we hope, it will behave for the next few days at least. The rebels have not been very demonstrative lately. I hear that General Hooker has orders not to grant any more furloughs, as Heinzelman is advancing on the other side and is liable to have a fight any day, in which event we will be called upon to support him. And besides this, Gunnison has had a dream. He believes in all sorts of uncanny manifestations and the other night he dreamed that the regiment was in a battle, and in an awful hot place, too. I am not very anxious to get out of my present comfortable quarters, unless it might be to go home, or farther south where it is warmer. If it were not for that glorious old fireplace of ours, we should not be as comfortable or as cheerful as we are. End of letter 36 Letter 37. Camp Beaufort. Chickamauxon, Maryland. January 12, 1862. I have been working like a beaver all day and I'm awfully tired. It was that infernal chimney. Last night it got a fire again and was roaring gloriously before we found it out. So today the whole crew put in their time reconstructing it. It is a pretty substantial piece of work, and it ought to stand the wear and tear for a long time. This is one of the most enjoyable days of the season, warm and with a refreshing breeze. But, oh, the mud, and not a bit of snow on the ground. Last night the rebels fired a great many random shots across the river. Hit or miss here and there, and have been keeping at it intermittently today. They know, of course, the location of our camps, and it is really surprising that not a speck of damage has been done. A number of the shells struck quite near to our camp. Today, one shell struck square in the New Jersey camp, but did not explode. And this afternoon, while I was sitting in my tent half asleep, there was a wild screech a few feet overhead and a shell landed on the parade ground a few rods beyond the camp, but did not explode. A crowd ran out from the camp, but Damon captured the prize and brought it into our tent. A little while after, he sold it for ten dollars. 
Major Stevens was the purchaser. For several years, properly labeled, it was one of the exhibits in the adjutant general's office at Concord. You inquire of me why we don't fight? I don't know. Suppose the time hasn't come yet. I have no doubt it will before long, however, and there will be a lively time. End of letter 37. End of section 11. Recording by John Brandon.